0: Yeah,
1: what's up? I'm
0: gonna
1: kick it with the
0: line, y'all know. Here we go. Well it's time to make
1: that change. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. And it's time for the Saturday, January 20th edition of the Church Information Open Forum Show on KNON 89.3 FM, the voice of the people. The Church Information and in Full Perform Show was originated by the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. <laughs> Reverend Barnett has been a soldier on the battlefield for civil rights, human rights, and social justice. For over 30 years. Good morning ladies and gentlemen. And uh, welcome to the latest edition of the Church Information Open Forum show. Um, I just mentioned that Reverend Barnett has been doing this show for over 30 years. And I wanted to comment. On that, first of all, Reverend Barnett has put in the work, as he calls it, to make this show a show of journalistic integrity. And what do I mean by that? When we say things on this show, we say things that are substantive. We say things that are substantial And we say things that are sane That's what this show is about Uh, We want to make sure That the listening audience understands That this show Can impact How can I say The issues that Everyday folks have to deal with So when you call into this show At 972-647-1893 We want to make sure you understand that When you say something It has to be Valuable It has to be Factual It has to be accurate so what do I mean by that if you say the world is going to come to an end well yes the astrologers and the astronomers say that when the sun stops shining in about 3 billion years the world will come to an end however and I hope I'm not offending the theology people and the faith people say that, well, you read it in the Bible. That's not actually what, you know, this show is about. Because, for example, would you call in the CNN and say that? Would you call in the CBS and say that? No. Well, this show has the same amount of integrity. We, we broadcast to over eight million people, and we want to make sure that the people that are listening understand that we know what we're talking about. Is that right, Pierre? <laughs> Pierre throws up his hands, okay. All right, then I want to go on by thanking the Deputy Mayor Pro Tem uh, for her swift action. And this is what elected officials are supposed to be about. When they when they are made aware of an issue, a problem in their district, they start addressing it. And this is what we want. This is absolutely phenomenal. And uh we wanna say thank you and keep up the good work, Deputy Mayor Pro Temor. All right, I wanna ask a couple of questions. Did the governor of Texas really say that he wanted to shoot the migrants but he couldn't do it because the Biden administration would (laughs) accuse him of murder? I can understand and I somewhat agree with the fact that there are too many people when you say 250,000 a month coming across the border. But you can't, you know, just shoot them. You know, that sounds like something somebody from Nazi Germany would say. Fascists. You uh, can't do that. And and that is that indicative of the kind of person that Texas wants to have, you know, representing them as a governor? I mean, we need to take a real hard look at that. Uh, you seem like you should have, as they used to say in, in the black community, more sense than to say something like that. Oh, and and why would you even think that way? You, you don't have to shoot the people. You just don't let them in. So you know it's kind of. But of course, it follows uh what the the trail of breadcrumbs. You know no DEI, and uh, you know uh, what what did the lieutenant governor say when it came COVID? Well, somebody's got to sacrifice themselves, and on and on and on and on. So, you know, the voters, we need to really take a hard look at, are we voting for Barabbas or are we voting for Jesus? Because we know what happened back then. And me not being a theologian, I would have said, well, why would you vote for the murderer? As opposed to a man who just said he's the king of the Jews. I mean, is that really a crime? To say that you're the king of the Jews? Uh, But is it a crime to murder somebody? Hmm. Okay. Now, uh, I know some people don't like sports, but I'm going to give it to you from a different context. And 972-647-1893 is the number. Uh, all the lines are open. Um, from the African-American perspective, the African-American perspective. Sports athletics Has opened doors To allow Black Americans to Enter the mainstream of society What am I talking about? Well I'm talking about Jesse Owens And I'm talking about Jackie Robinson Muhammad Ali These were athletes And they opened the doors For the rest of society to the rest of society, pardon me. So, uh, athletics has its po- has its place in society, and in Texas, football is a big money maker. Right here, Pierre? <laughs> Pierre's from France. <laughs> <laughs> in France. They call football. They call, call it. They, they call it. We call it soccer. They call it football. Over here, we talk about football. Yeah, we say football. Right. Yeah. That's what they call soccer over here. Yeah. Because they're talking about they're going to get the World Cup Finals here. Right? Did you see that? Okay. All right. But for right now, we're talking about American football. I'll put it like that. Because in, in Australia, they call it rugby. All right? So. But it's a big moneymaker, particularly in Texas. You've got the Dallas Cowboys. ah. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> well. Hmm, I've only been here since 2006. So when I got here, the Dallas Cowboys were kind of. As the graph, as the, uh, what do you call it? The trigonometry, the geometry people, the 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 metric people call it. The graph was going down. All right. So, over time, I can remember when Bill Parcells was here and T.O. was here and the graph started going up. Then, we kind of got to the Jason Garrett era. Jason Garrett. I think it was five years. In fact, that was the only NFL football game I could actually afford to go to. (laughs) Because Uh, the, the seats were like $85 a piece And you had to buy two So I said okay I got a couple of dollars I want to see an NFL game So I got up in there Sardine into the top Looked at the game I said oh This is why they got the big TV Okay So we had five years Of uh, Jason Garrett 8 and 8 Okay Alright 8 and 8 Alright 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 so that wasn't good enough. But that was, you know, Dallas Cowboys are Super Bowl champions, multiple Super Bowl champions. Right. So, you know, that was a change. I'm sorry, I, I can't you. You And then we brought in. Yes, it is, it is. yes. This is uh, okay. I've forgotten the coach's name. Right. Um, but at any rate, we brought in a new administration, and the first year was not as good. Uh, but uh, the next year was 12-5. and five. And, you know, there was an exit in the playoffs. Okay, we go to the next year. 12-5 and five again. Hmm. Exit in the playoffs early. Second round this time. We made it to the second round. Lost the home game. This past year, 12-5. and five. Uh, but this year it was kind of like 48 to 16? What's going on here? We were supposed to uh, be able to protect our house is a sports cliche. Mm, didn't happen. And in the ensuing week we were saying, everybody was saying well, look Bill Parcells is out there. Uh, Pete Carroll's out there. Uh, 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 Jim Harbaugh's out there. Yeah, maybe we might get somebody else. So, so we get an announcement that we're going to go into one more year. And is this the same pattern that we had with the previous administration? We didn't get... All right, but that's that. that's that. That's the big money. Now, and I'm going to get to the calls in a minute. Keep on hanging on because I'm getting to a point here. We go down through the, through, the, through the college ranks, right? And those kids, they get NILs now. They fought for years. To get, in, to get something for their Making millions of dollars For their For their universities Millions of dollars They didn't get a damn Now they can get it in the aisle Which is great And they deserve it And they earn it Because football For those who never played On any level Is a Contact sport And when you leave practice You got some bruises You got what we used to call Strawberries They probably still call them that Twisted ankle You got to pay the price So you earn What you get But we're troubled because we saw an article concerning the state championship series at AT AT&T. South Oak Cliff, Duncanville, DeSoto. And those games drew more than some college bowl games. And us South Oak Cliff folks, or the South Oak Cliff supporters, want to know, how much did South Oak Cliff get of that money? Now we're not saying we're not asking if we got some tennis shoes, if we got some uniforms. We would like to know how much of the money, the thousands of dollars because when you take multiply 60 times 15 and yada 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 it's a lot of money. And so how much did South Oak Cliff get? Because South Oak Cliff is an urban school. They don't have the booster clubs. They don't have the the different uh, resources options that they had at Port Nietzsche's Grove or if they have some of these other schools where there's one school in the school district one high school and all the money comes in there so I is in the ISD so the supporters want to know well how much money did they make because you have money being made at the finals the semifinals the quarterfinals <sighs> they're, they're selling tickets and are making revenue and the school deserves some but how much do they get because these urban schools who don't have resources, that is a resource. ban uniforms, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 on and on. Resources. So, you know, since we have a district that's financed with public money, there's supposed to be some transparency. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be some accountability. Because when you get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to run this district, you know, we just want to be treated fairly. So, what's going on? Who, who knows how much Sock got? Kimball? Carter? How much did they get? Okay. All right. Let's take a call, here. All right. Uh, we have Eddie on uh, line one. Good morning, Eddie. What? He just hung up the phone, so we have uh, Chuck on uh, line two. Good morning, Chuck. Good morning, Chuck.
2: Hey, yeah, this is Chuck here
3: in Lancaster. Good morning. I got a, I got a two-part statement here. Okay. Uh, hey, about a month ago, all of the NFL teams were wearing T-shirts, sweat tops. They were all promoting on it. They were promoting diversity. Okay. Okay. 3 4 of the team, coaches, uh, support staff were wearing these sweat tops and so, shirts.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Dallas Cowboys did not. What? Okay. All right. So don't feel, don't, don't feel sorry about them, Cowboys. The owner is a big-time racist, big-time Trump supporter. Mm. Who cares what I want him to lose as much money as possible. <laughs> and uh, people need to stop going over to that stadium and spending those $85. To Depart- uh, so, buy? Yeah. So don't worry about that That guy's a racist, okay? The next thing I'm going to talk to you about is uh, that border. Man, I've been living it a long time, and I've seen immigration work, and I've seen immigration not work in the last four, or five years. Okay. There's people down in South America and Central America recruiting people to come up to America. Okay. Yeah. So this is not something people just—they're just wanting to do. They're getting paid to get on trains and cars, and trucks, and drive up to the Mexican border to get to America. Mm-hmm. So it's all political. Don't. Don't believe the hype. It's all political. So,
1: would you say would you say they're dumping people on us? Would you say they're dumping people? It's a surreptitious strategy to get rid of as many people as they can and throw them to the United States and let the United States handle it.
3: Oh, yes and no. The United is okay. Part of it, the money is coming from the U.S. to get ah, people okay. And what they're doing and what they're doing, they wanted to make put much pressure on the Biden administration as possible. That's all ah, it's about, Okay. It's about making the Biden administration look bad. Okay. If you can if we can't see that I mean something's wrong.
1: Okay, These well you just coming, told us.
3: They're not coming <laughs> hey, remember that they're not coming from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Mexicans are already up here. They're coming from Central America. They're coming okay. from El Salvador Los Right. Right. They come in some places, man, 2,000 miles south up mm-hmm. here. Okay. You don't walk. You don't walk. Who walks 2,000 miles? Who walks 30 miles? You know what I'm
1: saying? So- Can you hold on? Hold your thought for a minute. We got a break coming up, and we're going to bring you right back, okay? Okay, man. All right. Uh, just hang on there. Uh, from the most powerful show on radio, church information open forum with your host, Reverend Marion Barnett on KNON 89.3 FM or KNON.org if you're streaming. We'll be right back. And we're back with more of the most powerful show on the radio. The Church Information and Open Forum Show. With your host, Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Okay, Chuck, are you there?
3: I'm here. All
1: right, go ahead and keep going.
3: (laughs) Well, no, I just wanted to hit on that and that point. Immigration is all political, and so those people walk on two thousand miles. They let everybody in about their patients, didn't they? Well,
1: now I have they seen say, hey, I have seen segments where they send new segments, rather where they send reporters down there to show how treacherous it is. But uh, you know, I haven't seen them go all the walk all the way. You just show them at one spot. So exactly, they don't walk. They, don't,
3: they had to walk. They had to even walk fifty feet. Those women walk up here with <laughs> flip-flops on. I mean... Yeah,
1: know. yeah, that's right. That's right. I see you. I feel you.
3: Oh, yeah. It's a political ploy. And so, you got billionaires here in Texas who who hate Biden administration so much. They're putting they're pouring a lot of money in there mm-hmm. and those people up here. Mm-hmm. Those people are not... not see, they are not coming to Mexico. They coming from Central America South America. Right. They coming in man they coming from far south as you can go right and you don't do that That's and some
1: a- of them I saw were Asians
3: yeah exactly exactly mm-hmm. so they get anybody possible to to, to come over there and, and to come on up on train. but like I said man the point is that it's all about it's all political ploy if we can't see that something's wrong I'm gonna hit on one other point I'm gonna let you go huh they let everyone in but those Haitians. okay everybody got to come in They got bus trips. To Chicago and DC, mm-hmm. but those Haitians. They black would not people.
1: Let those Haitians be. The black people. And then I, I remember when the guy Ooh. on the horse was trying to run the running around. I never saw that except, you know, when they were
3: but with the Haitians. Black people. With the, only with the Haitians. Only mm-hmm. with the Haitians. And that's what's wrong with the governor. We vote we don't vote correctly. I and mean, so many the people they classified it afterwards, but we don't vote correctly. No. That's that governor in that wheelchair came up to Dallas. I'm not going to fashion it anymore. He came up to Dallas. Okay? and went to a black church. Oh, he did? A prominent black church. A lot of people don't know that. but the people who's mm,
1: that church, He doesn't he really, really doesn't care about black church. people.
3: He willed, he willed into, that, into that large black church. Big black mega church. He willed, uh, he willed into it.
1: Are you but saying... I don't know why.
3: I know why he's allowed to go over there. Why he willed it? He willed into the Potter's house back in October before the election, before he was reelected.
1: But why would you? Why would you? If you're black, host a person who says the state cannot use diversity, equity, and inclusion. Why would you? If you're black, give him your pulpit.
3: I asked myself the same question. I asked all of my friends, everyone in my circle. I was about to have a stroke. He was (laughs) up here. Went to that prominent black church. What black members would embrace him? But now, it all comes out. Because when people have negativity on you, like they do that pastor over at that church, a pastor can't say no.
1: Uh, Oh, when you mean there's a skeleton in the closet?
3: closet? Yeah, exactly. He got those those skeletons in the closet and the average Joe Blow don't know about him and you want to keep him in the closet you're going to invite this racist to your church man that's like invite uh, uh, Hitler the uh, devil to your, your, your uh, synagogue you're right or you world
1: right that's, that's, yeah, that's so tantamount as they say so, right
3: exactly so what black church pastor would even invite this guy and he was he wheeled <sighs> in over at that church over there and, and they were hunky-dory about it and I couldn't believe it man I You know, I thought, man, this world's coming to an end. Man, this guy's a known racist. Don't do it. Don't 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 do it. it. We just talked talked about that. that. They're winding this guy to come in their church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up. If anybody's a member of the Potter's House, uh, you can remember that in October, they wheeled in there, doing the right before the election. You know, right before the election, they wheeled in there and they embraced him and applauded him. Man, this guy's a known racist,
1: bro. Yeah, and and this is a disservice to not only his church. But to the whole African American community you're you you, you, you you're dissing your people you're selling them out you can't do that you got money yeah well
3: yeah we he sold us out oh and,
1: man that's but,
3: but no, now we know man. why but, but now I know why because this guy's got all kinds of things in his closet this guy's living a double life so he couldn't you know it's all, <sighs> it's all it's all okay. so you know all right, I appreciate you guys. Man. Thanks, it.
1: Well, Thank you for your call and comment. That frees up a line, 972 647 1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Tony on Line 1. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. You got the whole world in your hands. You know how to do it.
4: Uh, all right. Let's talk about immigration. Okay. If me put it in context. First of all, the first immigration uh, rule act that ever happened was the Chinese Inclusion Act. Okay. They imported Chinese here to help build the railroad from the west to the east. Okay. That's in 1800s. Okay. Now, now remember I said they, they imported. Mm-hmm. They used the department to work. That's a key function of immigration, is to have cheap labor. Okay. Now, the other part... Of
1: but, the- but let me but wait wait, wait. Let me let me get let me let me get some clarity on something. They weren't slaves.
4: Basically, a slave. Hey, yeah.
1: But were they slaves? Did they have to? No, 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 no,
4: no, 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 no. They were
1: workers. No. They were workers. Okay, and they imported them. Yes, from China. From China. But when they yes. brought black people in, they were slaves. Yes. Okay. But, no, not, not, is, is that a form of importation?
4: Well, I'll let me see this. They bought them in eighteen hundred. Slavery uh-huh. was already in process for them. so so you know, we can argue that later.
1: But I mean, they weren't they weren't whipped and chained and beaten, lynched and no, no. Well,
4: well. Okay. I only go about what I, what I know based on what I've read in history. Right. I can't do the details of that. Right. Okay. So, All right. So, All right. So, okay. Now. Okay. If you understand the news, the news is part. Of the government, meaning this, uh-huh. you information. I, I feed you. I feed the, the the networks information to get your eyes focused on the southern border. Uh-huh. Now everybody talking about twenty thousand people come here. Okay, now you can debate about the numbers and them and, and, and coming here. Uh-huh. But the fact of it is, this, all the reason they come in is two reasons: uh-huh. for money, and when they watch TV, they watch what they watch. they they, they should have milk looking honey Mm -hmm. people people hire them ah okay they they hire them so my thing is this part of it is economics remember half the houses that you see built in Dallas right now is by uh, immigrants illegal Coming in now my thing is this I can pay them $10 cash okay no taxes and nothing that's the economic part of it other part is this is this no one ever talks about Canada. You go to, you to Canada about they trade a and guess what? You'll never know different. Oh, uh, okay. And, and, so my, and so my point is this. The immigration problem, especially from the southern border, has we put in historical context. Mm, okay. If you go, if you go by history, look what the United States has done in Nicaragua, El Salvador, Venezuela. I'm talking about government. Okay. So what we've done, we destroyed those economies for, for for businesses in the United States mm. and so my thing is the chickens have come home to loose if you destroy my country and I can't and, and, and there's no viable economic means for me to stay there mm-hmm. I'm coming to your house ah
1: okay and, and, and,
4: and, 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 and so and so a lot of this immigration is never going to be fixed because it's how it is reported. Yeah, never tell you about the the, the the Irish coming here on visas and leaving and disappearing in the system. Then they tell you about the Russians coming in, and they tell you about the Europeans who come in on visas mm. and disappearing. But the thing is, this, if I focus on the southern border, you're gonna get hot like, where they're taking jobs some black people, poor people, and all that other stuff. Huh? Guess what? The immigration problem is political in a sense that if they can fix it today, but they'll never fix it because Europe is not going to say, if, if, if you have to fix it, I'm going to give everybody five people to come in from all across the world, five to five entries every year. Europe is not going to let you do that. Israel ain't going to let you do that. Uh, Canada hmm. going to do that. And you okay. don't know why? Because they got 35 to 2,000 people coming in a day through their system. And in Africa and in the Caribbean, guess what? They ain't going to let you have it because it's, it's a fair system. Call it five people come in from every country in the world you know why Cause that's a fair system but guess what black people don't understand immigration because you know what we we focus on the hispanic and the first thing you say black people say we support the diaspora that's you're your lying because if you supported the diaspora you understand that the uh, africans their station they went to uh, mexico their station went to south america and from the same back we're trying to get here to, to the country we we in to benefit from what they consider the land of milk and honey Mm. And the Caribbean, like the, like the gentleman said earlier, about the Haitians, if asking, if that Black Americans cared about immigration, they'd be up in arms about Haitians. They don't. We don't care. You know what we are. We have we have taken on the, the, the ideas of the oppressor We have everything we say about the Hispanics coming across. We have come across the border. I can say it. we take on that that language, and and say this. See, my thing is, this. if you believe in God, you don't believe in borders. Mm. But, but if but, but you so scared to take a system that is destroying us by economically, uh red district, uh, mm. housing, kind of black people? They're mm. destroying us and, and protecting that same system. And for anybody who's black to say, well, they need to go, need to go home, guess what? They're not going because, like I said, the jobs they're filling, we're not doing. And, mm. I, I work at the airport. Hispanic uh, people from the immigrants are working out there. Doing mm-hmm. the bathroom, right? The the Africans doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's very few Black Americans doing the job, right? It's very, few, it's very few. Africans, African Americans, going to the the, the the fields and picking that the strawberries, right? It's very few. So my thing is, so what choice do you have? Either, either you, you take those jobs and go to them fields mm-hmm. and get that big money, or you just complain and say, well, they are taking our, our spot. So if they taking our spot, why are we scared? number one because we
1: believe in God so if you're scared like right person scared of us taking over this, uh, America so okay let me, a- let me uh, let me let uh, me bring something up here yes sir. the mayors of New York and Chicago have said that they can no longer right, what can I support yes uh, any more busloads of migrants and they are saying that they are taking funds that in New York, say for instance, that would be used for police and fire and having to lay off police officers or cut hours for police officers because they had to use those funds for the migrants. Uh, mm, that, what do you say about that?
4: Okay, I, I've seen those reports, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm about to say is is... It's going to be inhumane I'm going to tell you Off the top of what I said Mm -hmm. Now The reason why they're doing that Is because They don't want to be inhumane And send them people back to Texas
2: Sure Okay
4: Basically Use the same system That Gray Abbey's doing I'm going to send them Right back to Austin I'm going to send them Right back to Dallas I'm going to send them Right back to to Houston Because now what you're doing Is you're just moving The people who Who are like like, like Pawns in the game Mm Mm-hmm and, and 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 so, rather than treating like that, they're using their, th- those resources. But ain't nobody saying nothing about Greg Abbott spending public dollars on chart, on charter buses. Our tax dollars put them up there. Right. And not, not one not one black person, not one. Matter of fact, name a black political politician in Dallas, from 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 the city council, wherever you live, to the the state representative, to the senate, Say anything about the, about Greg Abbott doing that. Not one. And guess what? Those are tax dollars paying for that. Uh-huh. And, so, and so we're complicit because, you know what? We ain't standing. And like I said, you're right. Chicago and New York is, is being bombarded. So my thing would be this. Okay, you, you, you're going to be inhumane, so I'm going to treat them the same way and, put them, and bring them back down. Spend the same kind of money to bring them back down to, 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 to you. And, and that's sad because guess what? Everybody talking about they're Christians. Love your neighbor. No, love no, you ain't. You know, because yeah, you, you, know, you ain't. That's a cliche. Attention. That's talk. That's yeah, not action. Yeah. And, and, and so, what you have is you have Greg Abbott playing politics, laughing all the way to the bank because he's in a wheelchair. He wants people to feel sorry for him. And the fact of it is, is, is And it. he's angry. No, nobody cares until it's hit, hit home. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. And like I say, it's a good conversation. I just hope we have a broader conversation about immigration rather than this, this border issue, because it's greater than that. Okay. And, and the thing is, this, we have Jasmine Crockett in the in a, in a House Representative. Mm-hmm. We need to find out what is the position, or, you, know, how, you know, we need to ask her, what her position on immigration? Because guess what? She's part of that process. Okay.
1: Thank you. All right. Thank you for your call and comment, Tony. That frees up a line 972-647-1893. Uh, who do we have, Pierre? Emmanuel, the line 2. Good morning, Imani. Good morning. can you hear me?
3: Good morning. Yes, I'm
1: here. You got to turn your radio down. Okay. Can you hear
3: me?
1: Yes, I can hear you now.
3: Okay, let me get away from the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you doing this morning, brother? Well, I'm doing. How you doing? Well, well, I'm um, I'm awoke. I'm not. I'm no longer with the deaf, dumb, and blind people anymore. Okay. We are power nomics. We are wide. Awake. We know it's about the money. It's all about the money. It's called supply and demand. And if you think these people come across the border, you all see what's flying over here on the plane getting paid. Mm. We not get. See, I don't play checkers. I don't play. I play chess.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I,
1: I play chess, brother. Okay.
3: And by the way, how's uh, and how's uh, Reverend Barnett doing?
1: Uh, he's doing okay.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, me and him worked together a long time ago in the old White House over there when it was on the southern side of the town. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and but I'm I'm concerned, but it's all about the money. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm talking to the poor other folks, the people who just started in the south. This has been to be a civil war, brother, and, and they passed the bill a law, and that's why the immigration if you got that Claude Henderson's book. It's, a, it's already in the immigration. That's they wouldn't be coming over here. if They didn't already have it. They passed a bill called infrastructure, okay. and, and so bill means law. And what they do is they have to have somebody to build these bridges, and roads, and the water, of uh, uh, the lakes and all this. And we are no longer we We're locked up in prison. We've been beat and misused and, and, and abused. So they got to have somebody to build this country again mm-hmm. look at Walmart look who working in
1: Walmart mm-hmm. look who's cleaning up and, and Target and everywhere they're working look who's on the street look who at a the church they can open up the church door hey, mind, hold up for a minute we gotta take another break on the most powerful show on the radio church information open forum on KNON 89.3 FM or KNON.org if you're street Yeah, Yo, what's up up alright we're back with more of the most powerful show on the radio. Church information in open forum with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Okay, Monty, uh, you still there? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Go ahead.
3: Yes, sir. And I, I I wish somebody could get into my library what the secret is that what we don't understand that what, if they want to hide something, put it in the book and that you still uh saying like that. But once we get, wake up and I think we are and we talk about reparations with the Harvest Institute. We—I don't care. Yeah, I know that everybody wants to, somebody died to vote. I ain't never died to vote. I died hmm. for something. I mean, I, I voted for something, and I'm gonna vote for something this time. I'm not gonna vote for to just to, to somebody to, to everybody to get something but us. Mm-hmm. All you, everybody, women, the, the LGB, and everybody gonna get <laughs> something. You know, you mm-hmm. gotta realize it's all about the money, man. And those people downtown, they bought too. They've been sold, they've been bought, they've been bought a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, what we, our problem is, our, our, our salvation is when we love one another and come together. I mean, stop the bickering about playing with your balls and playing this ball and that ball. We don't care about balls anymore. <laughs> we care about these people on the streets. Okay. These
5: people on the streets are dying, my brother. Look
3: uh-huh. around, Just open your
5: eyes. People yeah. are not here,
3: are dying. The building that's going to be got, they can't open anymore because
1: they're controlled by the banks. All right, you know, now you you mentioned something about banks and money. Uh, uh-huh. Let's talk. Let's talk about a little something here. Go Equal ahead. access to the financial system.
2: Mhm.
1: Okay. <sighs> yeah. You know they. Had, you, you you know the guy Sam Bankman fried right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. He had crypto and he had. He got investors to give him twenty-eight billion dollars, right? Twenty-eight billion dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of a sudden it comes out that he's the he's the new Madoff. He's a bankman he's Madoff their bankman, or whatever you want to call it, right? He made off with their money. <laughs> you yeah. remember Madoff, right? Madoff was big biggest until he got there. <laughs> Okay, and then, but, but on the other hand, the polar opposite, as they would say, when you got an African-American who wants to build affordable housing, something that you can see, touch, and, you know, it's there, the banks will mm-hmm. say, oh, we don't have an appetite for it. but 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 I got... 75 acres of land and I want to build some housing and retail and et cetera, et cetera, why wouldn't you have an appetite for it? But Sam Bankman-Fried, on the other hand, he could say, I have something digital and Mm -hmm. invest with me, but all of a sudden it comes to a head that he what's the word absconded he jumped ship you got played what do you think about that
5: well uh it goes deeper than that brother remember oh,
3: my brother was in the white house and i mean the white house
5: because it never been our
3: house but we built it but mm-hmm. let me tell you something your brother when he stayed there eight years what is his biggest deal he bailed out people. He bailed out that huge bank. They call that a monopoly. Mm-hmm. Brother Trump came in there and he did four years and he, they didn't have to pay anything. Right. That's good. Paid. And so what happened, the, the, the gentleman you talked about, this, this, this corporation you tell about, it's all about the money. What they did, it's already rigged. That's why I'm telling people, make sure you vote the right for the right people and quit voting for the parties. It's not good. One more thing I want to tell you. I hear what you're saying. But listen, to this. where did the, 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 the Republican primary start? One of the smallest countries, I mean, one of the smallest states in the United States. One of them is Iowa. Ninety-some percent of the people there well, is not our color. Right. That's who they choose their president from. Now, New York and California have a larger larger population. Why don't you go to the, you know, then let them choose the president? It's not about popular votes. It's got who we want in office, and it's always about people who have the money. But mm. well, you can't even get in the race with five. Unless you got five million dollars and so many signatures, you can't even get in it. Mm-hmm. Even though you might have the answer. It's already what, you, what you're what saying. I know you got a lot of people that's getting this money, but we don't get any of it. And really, they're trying to weed us out of the game, okay? Mm. And they know what I'm talking about, it's getting dangerous up in here, but Here's what we got to do love one another, forget over our differences, and, and, and realize what we have in common.
5: And that when we do that, we'll have our power. But right now, we're scattered. And and I knew what you are saying about the banks. The banks are controlled. It's called a monopoly. You don't play Monopoly?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did at one time. <laughs> <laughs> way yeah. back. That's that's what we had. And <laughs> we had monopoly in life
3: and all them different games. <laughs> well, tra- Dr. sorry Dr. Watson it's all
5: about the money. Yeah. Okay, I got you're you. Monopoly, Somebody get all the money. You're gonna wind up in jail or you're gonna wind up in hell. I mean you're not
3: hell. But you're gonna wind up it's all about the money. We don't have anything to play with. Mm. We're not in the
2: game.
3: We just pawns. We're not even pawns. So I What I'm trying to say, this thing can get real nasty in the next 2024. I'm talking about other people.
5: They're gonna take your jobs too, Benny Bob. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to tell you, we have to love
3: one another, come together, all of us, Randy, I hear you, baby. And and, and Robert Petrie, I I hear you, but we have to talk about the money. And the main thing, you brother, we gotta keep the show, okay? We gotta take, pay our money so we can keep the show. Cause you, you the only, only outlet that we have. All the other stations been taken over by other people.
1: Well, yeah, and so, and this is the only show where you can call in, and you can and say what you mm-hmm. think.
3: And um, one more thing, I want to let you go. And I'm getting to a, go to Parade. Thank all my Vietnam veterans out there that was served with me uh, in July, American Television, mm-hmm. and one of my infantry. I want to say welcome home And I got you We're we going to have to save our country Because I'm not going to fight
1: for nobody Until he give me my money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you brother Alright thank you Imani That frees up a yeah. line 972-647-1893 mm-hmm. And as, uh, as usual uh, You can call in and talk about What you want to talk about uh, But You know money has a point This is the only station <sighs> Well, you can call in and say what you think. Keeping in mind that it maintains, uh, you know, journalistic integrity about the issues that you see happening in your life. Now, don't get it twisted. Just because uh it's not at your front door today don't mean it won't be there tomorrow, and if you don't think so, just keep living because you know, I remember when Rev Barnett and I did this show, and he asked me, he said, "What's going on?" I, I said, "What do you think, Rev Barnett?" He says, "Well, I'm troubled by this gun violence." And so I said, "Well, you know, it is easy to buy an AR, than it is just, or just as easy, rather, to buy an AR as it is to buy a Coca Cola." And then three hours later, the guy shot up Allen Mall. So, you know, the butt naked truth, sometime. How can I say it? It's not an easy pill to swallow, but you still have to swallow that pill if you want to get the medicine. Um, (sighs) It's uh, really frustrating when you look at the news every day and you see some stuff that should be fixed, could be fixed, same problems different day. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number. Um, if Casey Thomas is listening, I sure would like to hear from him uh, concerning what's going on with the NAACP because uh, he's moved up to a very influential position in the state organization and it's always good to hear from the NAACP because I can remember when the NAACP was on the front pages uh, uh, of the newspapers every week because they were knocking down doors for African Americans. And, uh, you know, that organization uh, in the right hands can be extremely relevant to self-solve problems that underserved mitch, okay. communities have particular black communities because we have problems uh uh do we have a call up here yes okay who do we have mitch is on the line one uh good morning mitch good morning mitch hello hello good morning go ahead
3: I missed part of, part of the program, but uh, when I wanted to make a comment on one or two things. One, sure. Uh, yeah, I was talking. guy uh, yeah, was talking earlier about people being paid to come here. Okay. I, I don't have no doubt. Yeah, I don't have no doubt about that. I, I, it's something in that area, you know. It's mm-hmm. something in that area. Uh, the other thing is, think about it. Uh, remember the Trojan Horse thing back in Roman days? No?
1: Mm, okay. Yep, I sure
2: okay. do. Well,
3: Troy. Well, you know if. If uh, Russia and China and Korea can flush those people out of there, mm-hmm. I think I think what a lot of people too is now looking at how close would that put them to us?
1: Oh, okay, <laughs> interesting, interesting thought. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. missile
3: misarranged and all. uh huh. The other thing is, yeah.
2: The other thing is,
3: is, I it's been said and it's true: a man who's not willing to die for what he believes in, not mm-hmm. much of a man. Okay. Okay okay all right and, and the other thing is what I can't see if there's such a big problem down south mm-hmm. why haven't we why don't we take seventeen year olds and up and then come in here and train them to go back down there and get rid of that problem
1: <laughs> okay so you so you want to bring them in train them and send them back is that yeah, what you're saying
3: send them back down yeah, send them back down, there and whatever the problem is, it's down there, especially if it's cartels and stuff like that. Well, it is. Hey, I mean,
2: uh, yeah. it is.
3: train these people so they can, hey, uh, 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 train them so they can take care of, of the country. You know what I mean? Why do you leave your country to go to another country? Uh, I mean, if they were being oppressed, you know, really oppressed,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I'm not saying they are not, some of them. Mm-hmm. But, Hey, like I say, let's get these 17 year olds up, up Able-bodied
1: and up. Able bodied men. Train them mean.
3: and go back down there. Yeah, yeah go, take them back down there if you're going to do Do farming land or something. But, but, but we're we trying to get. The other thing is, I'll be
2: through and let somebody else talk. No, nah, go
3: right ahead. Cheap labor.
2: Mm hmm.
3: No, no, don't belong to the union. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Yeah. So, I think I've said enough.
1: Right. Well, you know, uh, the cartels do control those countries, even though it might be surreptitiously. And you see, they have a government, and you see, uh, take for instance, the mayor of New York goes down to Mexico, and then you have, you know, and the Secretary of State, uh, whoever else goes down to Mexico, and uh, they talk to those people, but you don't see the military of those countries go out into the outback, I guess you could call it, and right, just right. eliminate those cartels. Because
3: you don't
1: see that. Uh, the cartels indirectly control the government. And that's true. So, uh, when you say arm them, send them back, you'd have to, which, you know, it's, that's, that's a unique approach, which is, it makes sense. I understand that. You gotta support them Logistically, because the government's not going to do it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And and and, and 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 it would seem like, now from my perspective, I'm going to say, look, if I'm giving you 40, $450 million a year, uh, okay. it, what do you call it, foreign aid, and okay. you're not controlling this, I'm going to take that money that I was giving you, and then I'm gonna use it to do whatever I do for these people to keep coming over here until you get this problem straightened out. Right. Because I, why would I give you money and then take care of your people? It's, uh, it, both of them you know, together. It's, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm being played. Yeah, absolutely. And so, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not dumb dumb. So you can only have one or the other. You can't have both. Right. So, but what you're saying—that's a unique uh, concept. I, I'm, I'm, right. I've never. This is the first time I've heard that approach. But it's uh, yeah. it's worth yeah. it. the, the Our leaders need to learn how to listen at just ordinary ground, grassroots people who have some good ideas about how to fix these problems. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, 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 I've been in some parts of
3: the country, you know, but and and I know what, what some of the people think if you're talking to them, they'll be smiling in your face and, and, and maybe saying, Yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh-huh. If you look down and look down the side, The hand is like uh, extended backwards, open, you know? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So when you put something to, to, to one hand, it's open to the back where whoever is controlling them is just taking it right out. Uh-huh. So there's just yes man, in other words.
1: Okay. I got you. Yeah, there's, those,
3: there's this yes man. A lot of them just yes man? you know? All right.
2: Yeah, that,
3: that's just my concept. You know, young men coming here that young. I mean, come on, let's
1: go back home and take
5: care of business. Right.
1: That's home. Right. All right. You thank you for your call right? and comment. Uh, and make sure you call in anytime you feel like you got another, you know, something else profound to say. Uh, thank you. Sir. Who do we have next, Pierre? All right, we have someone on the line two. I couldn't hear her name, but she's on. Okay. Go ahead. Hello. You're on. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead.
5: This is Mrs. McDade.
1: Okay. How you doing?
5: Oh, I'm doing good, Reverend Burnett. I was calling this morning. I wish. I am uh, a liaison for the community of Holland Hill. Okay. And uh, I'm calling to let uh, your listeners know Uh that uh, I am in opposition of the name change of Kennedy Curry Middle School that's located uh in our community. Okay.
1: And can you tell us a little bit more about what's going on with that? And how that's
5: Well Yes, I, I can give. I can uh expound a little bit on it. Mm-hmm. I can let you know that um we uh our um, DISD representative Maxie Johnson mm-hmm. Um, went forward with having our name change uh, to Royce uh, West Academy without mm-hmm. even consulting or trying to get in touch with the present people's family that the name is already established in or uh, calling the stakeholders in the community.
1: Can you hang on for a minute? We got to do our top of the hour break and I'm going to bring you right back. Okay? Thank
2: you. Just
1: hang on. And we'll be right back with more of the most powerful show on the radio. Church information open forum on KNON 89.3 FM or 89 or KNON, excuse me, dot org. KNON.org if you're you streaming? Yeah, what's up? we go and we're back with the second hour of the most powerful show on the radio according to Einstein church information open forum on KNON 89.3 fm or KNON.org uh who's the who was the young lady we were talking to before um she, she's on she's on the uh, line uh, two. okay ma'am i i don't remember what you, you said your name was but are you still there
5: my name is clara okay May-
1: all right miss clara go right ahead
5: okay we have an issue in the community of holland hill okay we have currently a name in our at our middle school which is kennedy Curry middle school mm-hmm. our uh representatives who represent our community mm-hmm. Uh, Maxie Johnson, who is the D.I.S.D. representative, have made some consideration on changing name to Ross West Leadership Academy.
1: Now, has um, that taken place yet?
5: Uh, I don't know if it's taken place.
1: Or
2: okay. Not.
5: All right. I'm not sure. I, I I don't. I'm not. I can't say if it has. All right. But I know he's made a recommendation for it to be changed. But my issue is that. Uh, he did not recognize the community to get uh, uh, the us if we wanted the name change uh-huh. The name on the school, he did not consult the family uh, of the, the, that has the name on the school.
1: Can I ask and you a question?
5: We, we are very upset about it. And we want uh, the people to know in the community what Maxie Johnson is doing behind the community's back.
1: Okay, can I ask you a question? Yes. The name the name that you mentioned, uh can you give us a little background so the listeners will understand who that person
5: okay. is? Okay. Okay. Kennedy Carey. Kennedy came from John F. Kennedy. Uh Carey, is Dr. Milton Carey who was the uh president of Bishop College, uh, during segregation. Okay. All right. And so we have a history here.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And what he's doing is trying to destroy every bit of history that we have in our community. Oh. So the, the black history is dying because people are t- uh, like Maxie Johnson is trying to take it out of, uh, out of the community, out of the city, and out of the state. Okay. So we want it stopped. I and mean, We want to do whatever we can to stop this from moving forward.
1: Okay. Uh, and we want to keep in mind that uh, Representative Johnson uh, is, you know, this is a call in show, If so, he can come in and state his position. And anything else you'd like to say, ma'am?
5: Well, I, I want to thank you for allowing me to let your uh, listeners know how we feel about this. Okay. And also that, like I say, this was not done with the knowledge of the community. He had only, I guess, about 10 people that made this decision for over 30,000 people in this community, hmm. which I think is very unfair. Okay. Thank you,
1: sir. Thank you for your call and comment. That opens up a line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. And who do we have next, Pierre? Katrina is on line three. Good morning, Miss Katrina. Good morning, Miss Katrina.
5: Good morning.
1: You have the whole world in your hands
0: yes, I was calling on behalf of um saying no to Kennedy Carey in Holland Hill.
2: Okay.
0: And I don't think that they should do it. It is too much um it's too much history in the school itself. And I just feel like at this point they're just trying to erase the history, um, by adding by changing the name. If it's not broke, don't fix it is what I think. And if you're going to change it to a leadership academy, then that means that that would deny some children and some parents from allowing them to stay in their school district. Uh,
1: can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Has the name change been implemented yet?
0: Well, it um when I looked it up on the Internet, it's already on the Internet, but there has not been any meetings or voting on it.
1: Okay, well, maybe I, I need to. Say this a different way When you go by the school Has the sign on the front of the school been changed No sir Okay so it hasn't taken So the name change has not been implemented yet I just wanted to you know find out So it's it's, okay. it's, it's in the process Or something there about Okay so go ahead You said where are
0: they
1: I said it's, it's in the process or it's proposed Or something you know Around in, within those you know Frame of reference So go ahead What'd you comment
0: right now we don't know where they are we just found out about it it was supposed to have been talked about or discussed and then in March well we found out that there were some things that was way to kind of rush the process so I just think for me if you know if things are done decent and in order then you have the opportunity to understand the why behind it and if we don't understand the why and you're bypassing the various things that need to be done to include the residents and the community and the school board then why are you bypassing or because you have that opportunity to weigh things you're still not going about it indecent and in order okay so i'm not sure what process they're in because again, when I looked up on the internet really? just to see, it's the next thing oh. under Kennedy Carey Middle School. So
1: it's what now? Said, it's what under Kennedy Carey? What? Say that one more time.
0: The next name under the oh. Kennedy Carey Middle School.
1: Okay. All right. Anything else?
0: I think the meeting is supposed to be on the twenty fifth of this week um, at fifty one fifty one Samuel Boulevard. Where well, that's the administration office, I believe. Um,
1: the Dallas and Independent and School District, District Headquarters yes. Building?
0: Yes, sir. So we're it's off
1: to, uh, North Central Expressway.
0: Well, no, this one is 5151 Samuel. Okay. All right.
1: Okay. All right.
0: So just because, you know, don't, don't take away the history um, and don't take away the um. opportunity of people to learn and that have that don't have transportation. To get, be at the school in their bus in their bus route part,
2: you know. Okay. All so right.
0: Thank you for hearing me.
1: All right. Thank you for your call and comment. That frees up a okay. line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have next, Pierre? Sabrina is on the line one. Good morning, Miss Sabrina. We can't quite hear you. Her radio is on. I think. Okay. Turn your radio off, ma'am. Please. Thank you.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, you got the whole world in your hands. Hello? Hello.
0: Hello, this is Sabrina Brenham. How are you? Hi. And good
5: morning. Morning.
0: I'm calling uh, from the Holland Hills area. I'm the precinct chair over in the area where the Kennedy Carey Middle School is located.
1: You say you're the precinct chair?
0: Yes, I'm the Dallas County Democratic Party D. C.
2: precinct
0: chair. Okay. Mhm. And I live in the area of Kennedy Prairie. Okay. Um, I'm calling to reiterate from, uh, about the from the other caller. Mhm. I was knew that that we had opposition uh, for the name change because he did selectively call some of the members in the community that told him that they were in opposition. Okay. However, what he did, trustee Mac. Johnson, he said he followed policy, but he put a waiver in to waive the D.I.S.C. policy for naming facilities. And he did this on December the twenty-first, uh, when the meeting, the briefing meeting to discuss the name change of the, of the school, should have taken place of this year in February and if it was going to be a vote the vote would have taken place in March of 24
2: Okay. So we
0: want to know from our trustee what was the rush why did he have to put a waiver in why didn't he get any input from the community the stakeholders of the residents and the common courtesy to call the Curry family the former president of district Top. And these are questions that we have for our trustee Maxie Johnson.
1: Okay, uh, all right. Anything else?
0: That's
1: it. Okay. And uh, as we've spoken before, as we've mentioned before, trustee Johnson is more than welcome to call in and respond.
0: That's right. Okay. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you for your call and comment. That frees up a line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have next, Pierre? Curry and the line two. Uh, did you say Corey? Corey. 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 Good morning, Corey. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Doing. Hey, two quick questions. Two quick things. The uh, with the Kennedy Curry situation. Uh huh. What what a lot of
3: people don't understand is that. Kennedy was kind of like Lincoln he didn't like black people so I mean removing that part of the name is a good thing
2: mm-hmm. okay if they
3: named it just after Dr. Craig uh, that would be that would be great okay you know? but I can understand I can understand the change because of all the scandal between John F Kennedy and then you know back then, a lot of black leaders had to take what they could get with, by dealing with administrations like you mm-hmm. uh, the second part about the about the border issue, uh-huh. They're not going to do any changes due to like national security issues and everything like that. Uh-huh. Uh, what well, a lot of people don't understand: the U.S. owns that airspace from Mexico all the way down to Brazil. Okay. There's no, none of those other countries have their own air force. And Mexico, um, are you sure? Yeah, if their, their air forces are. Their air forces are not worth. It it, it would be taken out if somebody like China or, or somebody did come in and wipe them out. So
1: you mean the the air forces in them countries in those yeah. South American countries is not as militarily robust as the United States? That's what right. you mean, right? right? Because I know they yeah. have an air force. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you. The U.S.
3: owns all the kind of, kind of like Canada. The U.S. goes up and helps out Canada all
1: the time. Okay, I got you. Uh, uh,
3: and then uh, another part a lot of people forget. uh, the U.S. toppled a lot of those governments in the '80s. They're not going to give up what they what they obtained, especially intelligence-wise.
1: You mean Iran Contra?
3: Yeah, all of that. <laughs> and then, and then, I mean the same thing happened with Liberia. They gave them uh, Africa. And 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 another another thing is down is when when they go down south, there's too much money being created, and then it, it embeds too much intelligence with them dealing with those criminal groups. That's, that's the thing that they don't understand. It's, it's too much intelligence that they have to gain by keeping eyes on other countries. So they're, they're not going to give up all that ground with all of the the, the the stuff that they went through with Noriega and Iran country and all those people down in the 80s. Uh-huh.
2: Especially
3: like what they're doing in Venezuela. Because it's, uh, it's all gold, copper, and the U.S. has a habit of using things from other countries instead of using what we got here. They're going to use up all the resources around the world before they start using things here. Because if
1: they did, the price of gas and everything here, people wouldn't be able to afford it. Uh, Well, I understand what you're saying. However, now gasoline is... the Oil to gasoline is domestically... They don't import any oil for gasoline. That's just... Okay, but I understand your point. I mean, they destabilized... Uh, South America and they destabilized Central America, and you're saying that that's part of the issue. Is that yeah, what you mean? And
3: the Democrats, yeah, the Democrats are gaining, um, are gaining a new voter base out of that by having all those anchor babies being being here born and being being raised U.S. citizens. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna, um, they're not gonna give that up because the black vote used to matter to the Democrat Party, but it doesn't anymore because they have replaced the tenfold. I mean, if you look at every Hispanic family that's here, mm-hmm. they at least have anywhere from three to five kids. Okay. So I mean, they're, they're not going to go up that voter block. The, black, the only thing the black vote can do now is either pull out and form their own party and games put that way, or either uh, give up and assimilate, or either go over to the Republican Party. Those are the only three options we have at this point. And a lot, a lot of people don't want to don't want to realize that,
2: but it's the truth
1: okay and i gotta go to another i got two more calls and i gotta go to when you say the black vote does is not what 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 exactly you saying are you saying that there are more
3: they're they're taking they're taking they're taking advantage of it due to the fact that what has the democratic party actually done for black people if you look at all of the
1: specifically is that what you're saying Specifically.
3: Yeah, because I mean, okay. there's no way an Asian hate crime bill should have passed before a black hate crime bill passed.
1: Okay, okay.
3: You know, there's no way that these immigrants should be getting anywhere between twenty five and $5,000 a month um, for food, hotel, and lodging. And you got black people in projects and places such as Sand Branch. Okay, and don't have no water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have no water and anything. Right. Okay. I mean, they're, they're and the season are made bucks for that when they closed facilities in black neighborhoods and said uh, we don't have the money.
2: Uh-huh.
3: They they all of a sudden got the money to uh, create a, a billion dollar budget for immigrants coming over. Okay. Okay. the unions. Hmm. Some of the credit unions have created uh, backed by the government that's reimbursed. They've created citizenship programs. So where they give them loans, credit cards, mm. cars, and housing. Mm. So, and that's things black people have
1: been asking for for years. Centuries.
3: Mm-hmm. And they've done, they've
1: done it overnight. Right. Okay. Okay. So
3: I just, I just, I just want people to realize.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. Right, right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, All right. Thank you me. for your call and comment. That frees up a line, Pierre 972-647-1893. Who do we have next? And next uh, is uh, Randy on the line, too. Good morning, Randy. Randy, are you there?
3: Yes. Okay, go right ahead. Good morning. I'll try to be quick because I know you're coming up on a break.
1: Mm,
2: I, I, go ahead. I
3: haven't talked to one uh, immigrant that's gotten a 5000 or $25,000 loan in housing. Okay. I think, Leon, you are very... Strict about people saying things on here that has statistical uh, backing. Mm-hmm. I think okay. that
1: one should be questioned. All right. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Did you see where the mayor of New York and Chicago are saying that they don't have any more money to house immigrants? Did you see that?
2: Yes,
1: sir. Okay. Did So you saw that? Did, did you hear from him? Right. You didn't okay, see that? Yeah. Okay, all right. So now, I understand what you're saying, that you've only talked to one immigrant that got whatever the gentleman previously said. However...
3: No, I, I said I haven't, I haven't heard of any You immigrant. haven't heard
1: of any Okay. Now, however, if you want to say, well, what he said is not accurate. What is accurate... No,
3: I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it wasn't accurate. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I'd like to hear some statistics to back that statement up.
1: Okay, all right, now... Okay, let's, you want to hear some statistics, right? Okay, now that's that's a good, that's a, that's a valid question. And uh, you're absolutely right. It's time for a break. Court Pierre, he just turned the music on. So just hang on for a minute, Randy. We're going to bring you right back to the most powerful show on the radio. Church Information, open forum on KNON 89.3 FM on your radio dial or org if you're streaming. Yeah, Yo, what's up? It's I'm
0: All
1: right, we're back we with more of the most powerful show on the radio. The Church Information Open Forum Show with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. All right, Randy, uh, we were saying, you were saying that you wanted to see more data and actual information, verified a information. Times, mm-hmm. A
2: lot
3: of times we get on the show and I do mm-hmm. this myself sometimes too without backing up our statement. It's okay. an emotional thing that we're saying. Okay. It's just like I'm fixing to say something emotional because uh, people are complaining about Latinos coming from the South uh-huh. uh, to come to our doors and asking for help. Uh-huh. Well, my question is, what would Jesus do?
2: Uh-huh.
3: He wouldn't be saying a bunch of stuff we're saying on this radio sometimes.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Okay, he'd be, he'd be looking for a way. To make it
2: happen. Mm-hmm.
5: This country is a land of immigrants. Mm-hmm. Without immigrants, we are doomed to fail.
1: Okay, so let me ask, ask you a question, Randy. Say- let me, let me ask you a question. We got a governor. Okay? I understand what you're saying about, you know, the previous caller. But uh, we also have a governor. We also have a governor that uh, seems to have a How can I say it? A formula for how to deal with immigrants. What do you got to say about him?
3: Okay. Well, governor that we have currently that was voted in by the people in Texas. Mm -hmm. Yes, I I disagree with probably 97% of the stuff he does and says. It comes out of his mouth, just like most of the people listening and talking on this radio station. Okay. But until the rest of this nation has to deal with an immigrant issue of housing, feeding, clothing, until the rest of the nation, instead of Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, and California, having to deal with it, mm-hmm. until the rest of the nation has to deal with it, mm-hmm. it will continue to be what it is.
1: Okay. Now,
5: in one instance,
3: I think he's kind of doing the right thing forcing the rest of the nation to recognize the issue because for decades, mm-hmm. New York or Chicago ain't complained none. When Texas, California, New Mexico, and Arizona has had to house people, feed them, do all these things that the city of New York is complaining they got 10, 15,000 people. Heck, we got more than that coming across in one day. They're mm-hmm. complaining about 10, 15,000 in a month. I understand their issue, and I, uh-huh. I understand their plight uh-huh. that they don't have things set up to help immigrants because they haven't had to deal with it. So until the whole nation has to deal with this issue, uh-huh. it gonna, it's going to keep getting kicked on down the road. But really, uh, Leon, I didn't call in for this this conversation. It's just that that upset me the person before that. What I called in for, uh-huh. Leon, what is a bank? It's a lending institution, right? Just uh-huh. like a credit union. Just like your dude down the street that's going to loan you money and you pay him back, right? Mm,
1: uh, Okay, well let's move a little further forward into your point.
3: So what I'm saying is, you last week we had a discussion about banks and you told me all the requirements in order to get FDIC uh, coverage and all that stuff. Mm Be twenty million dollars or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Five different people. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's right. In order to do that, but you know what, Lee? Mm -hmm. I can take $250 out of my pocket today. This is what I'm putting on the table. Mm-hmm. I make $800 in Social Security every month. Mm-hmm. And I make a little bit of money outside of that training horses. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I make maybe twelve, dollars 15000 You get too much information. <laughs> okay, but what I'm saying is, that's all I make a year. But I'm willing to put $250 on the table with anyone else uh-huh. to create a lending institution in South Dallas. That focuses on those who are being redlined. Okay.
1: So now I understand. I understand what you're saying, and I understand let's a, your let create a
5: lending institution. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, but now what the the parameters, the guidelines from the FDIC and the Comptroller Currency are not going to change. I understand you well intentioned, and you want to create a financial institution excuse me that will service the southern sector
3: no but I want to service people who are being redlined wherever
1: or, okay or whatever you want to call it
3: you being redlined mm-hmm. you got collateral to get a loan at a bank but mm-hmm. they won't loan it to you mm-hmm. those are the people I want to create a lending institution for
1: okay now
3: again create this
1: again I, I, you, know, you, you know you just mentioned that you want data and you want to be factually accurate you still gotta conform to the FDICs and the Comptroller of Currency guideline to create a institution that will be solvent and will have FDIC backing because you want your money insured. You see what I'm saying? So I understand. I understand, I understand your. Understand. I understand your. You know your 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 heart and your sentiment, which is what we need more but we need people with the money to actually implement to do this. That's why I was saying well we got athletes and you know we tried the churches and they have the money to actually implement. In fact that I didn't mention this I have a friend that actually has two banks and he expressed interest in wanting to open a branch here in uh, Dallas specifically for that purpose but again, he's got to have the deposits and he's got to have the investors. And so I understand your sentiment. I support your sentiment wholeheartedly. But in order to actually have something that actually happens, we got to have more people with real money. And I'm not saying your money's not real because it spends just like theirs does. But we need people with, say, 100K on up that say they're going to put together enough money to bring at least a branch of another bank here okay, okay
3: so Leon, i got i got i got that i, I got, got to move one
1: on one i one got one three other callers one. so you know how to call yeah, back you on call one back one whenever one. you want to let I'm me move one on, one on one to these other three callers cuz i only got 30 minutes left okay cool. so We're
2: continue next week they okay, right, that brother, thank you
1: very much that, now, that's what you need that's what you can do and you know you can do it 9726471893 is the number who do we have next pierre river and Wright on, right on uh, line 2 Good morning, Reverend Wright. Good morning, Reverend Wright.
3: Good morning, how you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing, how you doing?
3: All right, all right. Okay, just quick comment, I ain't gonna keep you. First of all, the young man that called earlier, and, and uh, first of all, we support the young ladies in the Holly Hill area. We don't want to change the name of that school because of who those names were presented with. And the caller said, kennedy was racist kennedy was not racist kennedy stood up for blacks and that's why he was assassinated and he was also one of dr king's lawyers so we make sure when we make statements that we know what we're talking about
5: okay
3: second thing is is neither party cares about us democrats or republicans that's why i keep telling you callers, we all big because both parties have victimized us Mm. until we come until we come together we're going to continue to have an independent party would be great, but until we come together, it doesn't matter. And I want to ask you one question mm-hmm. Do actions do action speak louder than words?
1: Yes. Good morning. you here. Actions speak louder than words.
3: So, what is it going to take for us to come together and start doing things opposed to just talking about
1: it? Well, that is the what is it the sixty thousand dollar question? How much money is it, Pierre? You remember that cliche, the hundred thousand dollar question? What's you know whatever you know not remember? Pierre's much younger than we are, and he doesn't remember those old game shows that we remember. <laughs> but that is the whatever thousand dollar question. Now
3: yeah, my point is until we start doing things about uh-huh. it, we're just talking about it we're going to continue to go through what we're going through don't uh-huh. mind us talking about it because we ain't doing nothing about it but until we come together and start doing things uh-huh. that's when we're going to make a difference thank you brother
1: God bless you y'all have a great day thank you for your calling and comment and that frees up a line 972-647-1893 who's the next caller Pierre uh, we have Councilwoman Caroline Arnold in uh, line 3 uh, you mean Deputy Mayor Pro Deputy? yes <laughs> <laughs> King Arnold. <laughs> Good morning, Deputy Mayor Pro Tem. <laughs> you push the right button. Hello. Uh, Good I, Oh, there we go. We want to make sure we get you to come through. Good
0: morning. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Good morning. This
0: is Councilwoman Carolyn
1: King on. You mean Deputy Mayor Pro Tem Carolyn King Arnold
2: Yes, <laughs> sir.
0: It's good to be here this morning. I want to thank you again for the show, but also continue to thank and pray for Ma- uh, Reverend Barnett. Uh-huh. Quickly, the hot topic that we need to uh, get out to our, to our business president is that we have the bond conversation going on now. That's mm-hmm. very important. And the bonds that, that are made, the money that's borrowed from a major product, a project that impacts this city's long term. And so this is funny that some people need to understand. That
1: can you talk a little closer to the mic, to the phone, or something? we kind of like, you, can you get a little closer? Yeah. Can
0: you
1: Just keep trying. Let's see what happens.
0: All right. If not, I may have to call another
1: line. Let me. Nice. Nah, that's better. Line. Now that's better. All right.
0: All right. I'm closer to the window, and and and, the, and, and we're working on the broadband
1: issue. Ah. So, okay.
0: Um, we have two pages top. Is that better? Yes. All right. We have the bond. That's hot item as well as the charter review. But quickly let me call let me encourage everyone uh to get on board with the conversations around the bonds of twenty twenty four that we will be voting to finalize by February the fifteenth. Uh-huh. Right now we have an opportunity to make investments in our cultural arts, uh, repair of those those facilities that are leaking and what have you, and just have some architectural uh challenges. We have city facilities like our recreation center and buildings that you know city employees work in. We have uh, the environmental and flooding issue that we're trying to get funds for, economic development, housing, as well as parks. Mm-hmm. And so we are all vying to get the best investment out of this billion, I think it's $1.2 billion, five billion billion at this point. But our goal is to make sure that our constituents get the greatest impact on this budget we stop on before we move forward so I'm going to encourage everyone right now in District 4 and this is pretty much in every district but this is one of the critical areas we need the infrastructure and so I'm encouraging all this if you live on a distressed street your alley is overwhelmed Go ahead and send email to your council member for data documentation. but just before I'm going to ask you to send your street and your concerns to district 4 at dallas.gov. Because it's
1: and if I might if I might prioritize. jump in here with you right quick uh, uh, yes. deputy mayor, I saw you on TV last night and you were advocating strong for your district. And I just want the listeners to understand that you just don't call in here and talk. You talk when you're sitting at the horseshoe, as you say, as you as they call it. I saw you advocating yeah. strong for your district. And I also am aware of the fact that the bond has been raised. Uh, yeah. Originally, it was, I think, 1B, and now it's 1.2-something B, which I also want to uh, attribute to your work, your hard work and the city manager's work and the other council members work so that uh, we, we have you will have more funds to do more things with this bond package. Now you can go ahead.
0: Right. And that's why we need uh, the support of our residents to send us an email. You can send us mail mail. You can even call. But we prefer the paper trail so that we can print and produce uh-huh. the concern, uh-huh. because right now there's a lot. There is some politicking going on, and we know that there's a push to, to put parks at the top of the funding. And I support parks. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But in a city such as Dallas, we must put priority on the people and their immediate day-to-day quality of life issues, uh-huh. because we're the one funding it. We don't mm-hmm. have to pay today and we pay tomorrow.
1: And so the underserved, underserved areas. 21. As you mentioned, the underserved areas who have been neglected for so many decades.
0: For many years. Systemically. Uh, Systemically, words, right. On purpose. So we have a need, if we're going to sustain the community, infrastructure is very important. So a, if we're going to attract new residents, new housing, new investment, we must have infrastructure. Mm -hmm. That is part of the deal. And we know that public safety is extremely important. We know that. But what we need to do is the basic fundamentals, free balance. So once again, please send information to district4 at dallas.gov, or you can send it to bill.foster at dallas.gov. Either way, he's going to get it, and we begin to prioritize our data so that we can have a stronger argument and we can push back the funding for streets and alleys up. Please understand that District 4 and many of our Southern areas, but primarily District 4, has the greatest need for improvement in infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So, But what we also wanna uh, stress is that what happens in District 4 on a positive end also impacts District 8, District 3, yep just one. We're all connected. Mm-hmm. And so I I can only speak to those individuals who are de- designed to, to vote uh, to, to a voice, I should say, in District 4, but understand that it's really a, it's a positive if we all work together in voice and so that our community regains the posture that it once had in right. the early 70s because we've got to begin to attract We're the ones with the land, the capacity to build. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to make sure we're building strong enough so that we could attract stronger businesses, stronger housing markets, Mm -hmm. stronger commitment to the future. And we can't do that if we go silent and say they're going to do what they want to do anyway. Absolutely not. I do much better in court. You do much better in court when you have data, documentation, and evidence. And right. so we can't go on what the court says with a hearsay. We don't want to hear the hearsay about what they're not going to do. We are where we are today because we have too many who are saying they're not going to do nothing. Oh, I tried. This world that we're in now is a constant fight. <laughs> we wake up every morning with a commitment to live. And so as we get older, we still need to get stronger, we get wiser. And then some folks have told me, and my sister would always say this, we may be old, but we're not dead. Right. So as long as we have the blood flowing through our veins, we've got to take care of the community that we're in and not to come to the forces to try to beat us down. All
1: right, uh-huh. let me ask you a question, uh, uh, uh-huh. Deputy Mayor. The parade, now, is is it going to start at 9 or is it going to start at 3?
0: No, it was changed. It's starting this morning, uh, uh, 9 o'clock, I understand. But right now, you know, the parade for justice, you know, that has to continue. I have to make sure that I can hear my voice adjusted this morning on the radio. <laughs> so what I'm going to encourage you all to do is to contact us, as i stated this before, at Dallas.gov or at Dallas.gov, because we need to push, and I'll say this just now, there's a lot of construction going over on the right now. That's infrastructure.
1: Right, that's, that's infrastructure. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. That's why the parade had to be rerouted. Mm-hmm. That's a positive thing if we can get the money in the under to the underserved, under resourced communities. Right. So that's what's going on there. But also understand this. In order for us to get housing in the pipeline and all the other things we know we need to improve our quality of life. My position remains, we've got to vote in May. So we're going to continue also to ask our residents to encourage council members based strong on their strong vote last night to push for May election because May election will encourage us, enable us to get a vote, be able to determine what the people want, to start, either to continue, start the RFPs the request for proposals that means a bid for the work, so it can get in on the council agenda and then be deployed to the contract. It also gives us an opportunity to continue work that's being done. There is a list, and if anyone needs it, we'll tell them. We'll to of all streets, do you want me to wait? Because I want to wrap this up. Is that okay?
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: With more of the most powerful show on the radio, K-N-O-N 89.3 FM or K-N-O-N.org. Yo, what's up? I'm going to kick it with the line. Y'all know. <laughs> this, Can I kick it? Here we go. Is, 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 well, it's time. All right. We're back for the final segment of the most powerful show on the radio. The church information open forum show with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Uh... Deputy Mayor of Pro Tem, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, you come on consistently and talk to the uh, voting public. And we certainly would like to extend that invitation to any other elected representative to call in and tell us what you think about what you're thinking about. Um, right. So, you know, we appreciate you.
0: Well, let me wrap this up by saying, you know, it is an honor to serve. This is not a position of service that I take lightly. But uh-huh. It is an honor to serve. I will continue to say this. If we are to get what we deserve, we must have an election in May. That gives us a better calendar for putting items on the council agenda before 2024 uh, leaves us. It's right. just a matter of time. Uh-huh. So. We cannot, we must vote on initiatives that require these large amounts of funding. We must have eight votes of four to, to, to uh, support these projects once they are funded. So streets, alleys can be taken care of faster because we already have some work in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. I, I will call to expound on that uh, through the upcoming week. But okay. I also want to say, important to call, all right, there are... Uh,
1: spell, spell that.
0: P-H-I-L That's phil, like Dr. Phil. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Phil dot, that's a period, foster, F-O-S-T-E-R at dallas.gov. Okay. And if they forget, they can also write district4 at dallas.gov. But we are working to build up our database so we can have a stronger argument within the next couple of weeks. And last but not least, Mr. Leon, besides the bond, there's the charter also that, look, now the charter conversation is going to be on November. Uh-huh. Just quickly, the charter is our bible, our guideline for running the city. Okay. And so, now beginning to look at possible changes that will make us more efficient. Uh-huh. Now remember, the city manager, according to the charter now, manages day to day, operates day to day, and the mayor is pretty much a ceremonial figure. And his, his or her job is to manage the business of the city council meeting mm-hmm. and other. And that's primarily. But what we have to stay woke on, and the Mr. I've seen is my appointee, because he needed someone who was alert and woke. Every council member appointed someone. Mm-hmm. There is an undercurrent to try to replace the city manager form of government with a strong mayor like you have in Houston. Mm-hmm. A strong mayor basically means a dictator, mm. and so we have to stay woke on that. We're okay. going to be voting, and so we'll be talking about that. So folks will know we need their support to keep management in the ha- of this city in the hands of the people. Okay. So when you put it in one hand, that's the, dang- that's the danger. That's a danger. Okay. So I want to make sure that I encourage you all to keep listening. But, but we've got to stay involved. Like Randy said today, we've got to vote. We're in the position where we're in today because too many of us are putting things on the back burner. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to change in the city, if we're going to change in the state, we cannot stay at home and keep complaining. We, we've got to have one or two. What, got, you can't have it both ways. And so in closing, it's better to get up and take a stand than to sit back and be mad at someone because— of minor things that don't matter. So we need to make sure we keep the major things major and the minor things minor. And right now, it's all about voting, it's about being engaged, and I thank you for that. And I know that Bonnie is gonna come up on the other end to keep reminding us, this is too critical of a year. And the more we vote, especially when it comes to federal, we wanna put someone in, even with the state, who can handle monies that we get that come down to the city. And if we have folks who are anti-people, anti-quality of life, they're going to, you're going to be miserable. So we've got to have people who speak to people in these offices so that we can get what we need on this level because the city government is probably one of the most important because it affects us on a day-to-day basis. So I thank you for that. And I'll call back next week, if Lord say so, that I'll still be here. But thank you, Mr. Leon, and thank you to... Pastor Barnett we're going to continue to praise the temple for allowing us to
1: have this opportunity to speak on this channel and through this meeting to our people amen thank Thank you very much Deputy Mayor all right that clears the line for call and comment who do we have uh, Pierre Uh, we have uh, Pearlie on the line four is that Pearlie yes good morning Miss Pearlie hello Good morning, Miss Pearl. Good morning, Miss Pearlie. Going twice. Miss Pearlie, you gotta stop listening to your radio and listen to your phone. That's three times. Okay, put it back on hold, Pierre, and let's see what we got next. All right, we have uh, Mike on uh, lane one. Good morning, Mike. Hello. Good morning. Really? It's Mike.
3: Good morning. Good
1: morning, Miss Curley. This is Mike. Nope, you got to turn your radio down, cause I hear myself yep. in the background.
3: Okay. Well, uh, it's the sixty-four thousand dollar question.
1: Okay, sixty-four thousand. That's the number. Hmm.
3: Yeah. Okay. And uh, I have to go against Reverend Wrong because Kennedy was no friend to blacks. Because if he did, he would have stopped his brother from uh taping Martin Luther King. Okay. Sending letters to his house. Okay. Scott King lying about you know him having uh, adulterous affairs. Okay. You know so if my brother is gonna if I know my brother gonna break in your house and I don't stop him then what kind of friend am I to you? Okay. You know and one other thing the guy that was talking about all those benefits that uh these illegal aliens are getting I'm not calling them immigrants (laughs) and migrants illegal aliens (laughs) are getting. Okay. It's one party party that's supporting that, Uh not the Republican Party. Okay. The Democrats support that.
5: Uh huh. You know, so, you know, they got benefits for them,
2: Mm.
3: but the citizens that's out here sleeping on the ground and homeless and all this stuff, that has nothing for them. Mm. It's Mm. interesting.
2: They can
3: find millions of dollars for people. You know, I always wonder where can I go in, you know, Nicaragua and. And Guatemala, where can I go in that country as a black man and sign up for food stamps? <laughs> and put my kids in school and stuff. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's the question I always want to ask. Where can I go? Can I go to Mexico right now and get some uh, some assistance? No. And that's it.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Thank you very much for your call and comment. That frees up a line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have next, Pierre? Uh, Pierre's got his head down trying to talk to somebody. But, yeah, the the previous call just made an interesting statement. Uh, We can't go down there and get anything, and everybody's coming up here and getting something. And if you're riding around In certain neighborhoods You can see people Sleeping on the concrete And buddy that concrete Is cold this time of year That concrete When it goes down To 25 and 20 And, and you sleep On that cold concrete Well you know mm, We might need to spend Some of that money That we're spending On people who are Coming here On people who are Already here uh, Now I get people People say Well those are the people Who are going to Pick the fruit and cut the chickens and, uh, you know, do all the stuff that Americans who are, you know, have centuries of, uh, what is it, ancestry here, they don't want to do it. And that has some merit. But, uh, These people that come from countries other than Mexico? What about Afghanistan, Ukraine? Okay, who do we have next, Pierre? All right, we have Trustee Maxi Johnson on uh, line two. Good morning, Trustee Johnson. Good morning, Trustee Johnson. Good morning, how you doing? I'm doing, how you doing? Good to hear from you.
3: I'm doing pretty good. So
1: the whole world's in your hands.
3: Well, I, well, good morning to you, Brother Leon. Listen, uh, I've heard everything that's going on, and I've been kind of listening and quiet. First of all, uh-huh. Mr. Sabrina knew, uh, has talked to me more than a few times concerning this matter. So, for her to sit and say, "We want to be my trustee." She's heard from me several times concerning it. Okay. This is not a new conversation. Okay. We have been trying to find a school to honor Senator West for over a year, uh-huh. about a year and a half. Okay. The community called me and asked me over a year to try to find uh, a school to celebrate uh, Senator West. Okay. We looked at Wilma Hutchins High School, the community didn't want to do that. We looked at Wilma Hutchins Elementary, they said no. They mm-hmm. said, well, let's keep looking. Then they said, what about the school in Wilmer, Texas? And I said, I've named that after Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Okay. Said, That's right. So we can't do that. And so I know you're doing for time, so I'm trying to... No, do go it. right
1: here. You got five minutes and or so, four minutes.
3: <laughs> and so, uh, after we looked around for over a year, I went back to the community, and I spoke with the alumni president, the Alumni Association of Wilmer Hudson and many people in District 5. Mm-hmm. And so we went back uh, they said, what about Kennedy Carers? I said, okay, let me go back to the community and, and ask that. The okay. community said, let's talk. They talked about it. And we said, okay, that's what we'll do. In the administration, as I went to the administration, this is what was presented to me. The administration then said, okay, let's deal with our site base. So policy, he got the local policy. It's very important to understand that policy was followed. Okay. The has always followed the policy. Okay. And so we had a site-based decision-making committee with the administration and the community. The site-based is the community. Okay. They came up with the name. Then we had another meeting that, the, that dallas the administration held along with the principal. Uh, another community meeting, and we offered it in person and in Zoom. And those that attended uh, came up with two names. And the names that we chose was Roy Swift Leadership Academy. It was said that the community did not know. It was said that the, that, that Dallas I Z did not have a community meeting. All that's lies.
1: None of that is yeah, true. Okay. All right.
3: She's right. running for District A Council. Uh, where Mayor Mayor uh, Mayor them, they're Atkins is turning out, so I guess it's a political stunt. I have no idea. She's a friend, but I don't support my friends when they start telling lies.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, what they're saying is not true, and you have the documented evidence to dispute that. Okay.
3: We have flyers. All right. Uh, we are very well documented. Okay. it was done overnight. She didn't even know what a site face was. She had not even participated at the school. Mm. The, the school didn't even know who she was. Mm. Well, she she pops up and say, "Who your PTA president? So this out of must be a political stunt. It's surprising to me, very shocking, especially when we've had these conversations for over a year. Now, I just mm. make people come to meetings when we play them out as an elected official when we tell a community come out we can't make no one come out my mm-hmm. job is to offer the opportunity right. so we can get input okay and we got input input is not making a decision mm-hmm. but i do make sure as a community organizer as a pastor and a community liaison that i worked in dallas id for over a decade i know the importance of getting the community involved mm-hmm. okay and, and having to be input so we follow that policy 28. Okay. And we did not rush the oh, she's talking about a waiver. A waiver, the, the waiver says if they're not over 70, well uh the, the uh the citizen West is over that, uh if, if they have not uh they have to give money. And so those what the waiver is. What we did was we have first one first read to separate. The only thing we waived was the second read. But we made sure. Okay,
1: uh, hold, hold on just a second. You said the only yeah, thing you waived was what now?
3: A read. So Dallas actually, when we get ready to do a policy or discuss, we have two reads. We read it once, and then we come back the next one and read it twice. Okay, what do you
1: mean is what is a read? So we we present this uh,
2: to the they the administration presented to the
3: board uh, on the first read, which is let's say November. Then we come back. And they presented to the board again in December. Okay, so
1: whatever, whatever it is, they they read off a document. What what they're presenting is that what you mean? I'm trying. I'm trying to get clarity for yes, the audience.
3: Sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So you, All you right. look at it twice, and then on third, the, the third time they said we vote for it. Okay.
2: All the right. The board of trustees have uh, has
3: always, at times, not always, but at times, weighed the second read but we think that that's what we have done. But that does not take away from the opportunity that the community had. So we had two two meetings. We, first of all, let, let's break it out. We had a year, over a year discussion. We've had two meetings, and not only that, but then to have an opportunity when it's on the board. We need to come down and talk about it, and then another opportunity when it's on the board meeting, when it's getting ready to go for a vote. So that was ample enough time to discuss that and I made sure that
1: time log was over a year. I all right, uh council uh rep, uh this school this board, this uh, this school member uh can you we got a time next week can you call back a little earlier and
2: I, I will call and back. we'll let
1: you
3: and I also make it on my Facebook to so we receive a fire and all this 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 thing that's lying. We got to stop the line as as, as I said I definitely we got to say woke.
1: Okay, thank you very much. And now we're gonna get out of the way for looks like
5: Bonnie, (laughs) because
1: Jean's at the parade, and this is gonna be the
5: workers' (laughs) base.
1: Uh, workers. All right, see you next week.